Smith Elias. You just made the list. And feel the power. I am the game. Hello and welcome once again to yet another bonus rewind episode of the Keeping It Kayfabe Four Corners Pro Wrestling Plus podcast. This time, I am really going back in time. I am going back to my early days of podcasting. It was a little bit rough around the edges. I'm not going to lie. But this is one of my favourite guests of all time. I was simply starstruck. Listen, pro wrestling was really kicking off for me again. I'd lost a little bit of interest throughout the years. But the pro wrestling scene was becoming huge again. And I became familiar with Alicia and Alicia's work. So listen... I'm going to basically shut the hell up and I'm going to switch it over all the way back to 2019 and my interview with Alicia Atu. Sit back, relax, enjoy. You will not regret listening to the lovely, the wonderful, the amazing, the super talented Alicia Atu. Hello, thank you so much for having me on. I know we've been in talks for about a week now, sorted it out, we nailed out a time, and I'm here. So thank you very much for having me. I am like so glad you're here, super starstruck. Um, thank you so much for taking the time out of your hectic, busy professional lifestyle to speak with little old Graps and that across the pond in the United Kingdom where it's cold and wet um <laughs> are you over in toronto at the moment yes i you am in toronto right now it's actually quite nice here the sun's out uh we still have tons of snow like a lot but it's slowly melting so it gives me hope oh how lovely i, I bet it's just so picturesque over there what temperatures you got at the moment then because you've obviously mentioned your snow but i suppose it still must get up to the 10s 11s 12s with the sun yeah, today it's supposed to be 8, which degrees Celsius for those of you having the American listing. Um, we talking Celsius. But yeah, yes, it's been yeah. around 8 today. But it's weird because a week um, from now, you know, going in the past, so a week ago, um, it was like minus 20, minus 30. So it's crazy how within a week's time, the weather just changes that much. That's a scary temperature to be in we had we heard about the is it the was it some sort of vortex thing you had going on i heard about it in the news and it was i have no idea like that's that's killer temperatures isn't it like we moan here when it gets Mm -hmm. to like two or three and it's raining but you've just told me you've had like minus 20 that's oh yeah that's dangerous that's dangerous especially for the older generation as well because they need to be keeping warm um but wow, it sounds like you're going to have a lovely, lovely um, rest of your day with the sun shining bright and the snow melting away. But Alicia, thank you so much, like I've said uh, probably a million times already, um, for wanting to be a part of my my ever-growing um, interview, Graps in That Podcast, where I talk to pro wrestlers or whoever wants to be a part of the show to help me grow. And you're here. You, the interview queen the YouTube sensation, a music blog, yeah, or Ambi, as we know it. Um, Alicia, if you don't mind, how did this journey begin for you? 
So I have always been a fan of both music and wrestling. So for the first, I think it was about four years um, of my website, I started doing music interviews. And it really just started with throwing stuff online, doing reviews and having a few photographers. And it really just caught on with both the people I was interviewing, my guests, the publicists, and luckily my fans. So after a few years of doing music, I decided to start doing some wrestling stuff. And I threw one out there. It did really well. I didn't have any backlash from my music fans saying, hey, what's this? Blah, blah, blah. So that made me really happy. And so I decided to stick with it. And luckily that led to working with an indie promotion. I interviewed their talent. Then it led to some bigger opportunities and then to where I am now. Kind of a long story short of that. So I don't, I don't ramble, but that's what happened. But it's, it's become... I mean, your YouTube channel and those that you've you've met and spoken to and interviewed, it's just it's it's just a sensation, isn't it? I, I, did you ever, in a million years, when you began this journey, did you actually think I'm going to sit there with potentially some of the greatest of all time within the wrestling industry, like you've in like Chris Jericho? You've interviewed Chris Jericho. What was that? <laughs> what was that like for you? Um, well, it's quite nice to hear that's how it's perceived, so thank you. Um, Pleasure. Yeah, interviewing, interviewing Jericho was amazing for me. I've been a fan of his since I was a kid, probably like four. So going back, that's about 20 years. Yeah, 19, 20 years. So being a fan for that long and then being able to just sit down with the guy, shoot the breeze, have such a casual laid back conversation. That was really fun. It's, it's an absolute pleasure and it's kind of a dream come true in its own way. So it's been very crazy to see what's grown into. It started off as a hobby. Never did I see it getting to where it's gotten. But I'm very happy that I am where I am. And the hard work is starting to pay off. And it's been very cool to see. Amazing. Well, you just used a key word there. You've used the word hobby. And for anyone that's listening, that's aspiring to to, to be like you, um, I suppose there's a lot of people out there that that, that that do idolize you and what you do from this being a hobby from your love of pro wrestling your your love of music to now where you are you're on you're on one of the grandest stages let's put it that way um for what you do and i know you've got a load of fans i i mean you could tweet good morning to everyone the amount of likes and retweets you get from a good morning just shows you actually alicia You've smashed this, to be fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. But, um, but, but like, it, uh, it's, yeah, it, it's brilliant. Um, and, and, like, from the age of four, watching pro wrestling, the love of music, did you realise at one point when you started Ambi, um, so, so when you actually began Ambi, did you have in the back of your mind that you'd include the pro wrestling interviews, or was that just one that you realised, well, I'm such a fan, and B it's booming the wrestling industry is absolutely booming and there's a place for for you to just take that and 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 just knock it out of the park because i think you've probably done that but do you know what i'm asking like yes yeah (laughs) yeah for me it was pretty much never my intention to get into wrestling it just happened um my intent from the start was just to write about music because it kind of just fell into my lap and that's what i would listen to when I was in class it kind of started with me listening to stuff in class writing about it on paper and then my parents saying hey put it online so I did so that's that's why it was music um but then as I mentioned before it got to the point where my site was big enough and I had the audience already a built-in crowd uh, which 
which has only ever grown since adding the wrestling side to it, of course. But I figured I have this audience. Why don't I expand on that? So that's where the wrestling came in. There was no intent to ever do it, ever. But once I realized, hey, if I put my mind to it, I think I can make it work. I decided, let's let's give this a try. And luckily, it worked out. It did just that, didn't it? It really, really did. Um, what, what was the hardest part for you for getting Ambi up and running? Like, you were obviously... I mean, you're 23 now. So how long has Ambi been running? Ambi's been, a- <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is cracking. Ambi's been around since 20, oh gosh. It's been like seven years overall. So I had it um, for five years doing the music aspect and two years, yes, yeah, so seven years, and two years doing wrestling. So yeah, it's been around for, wow. It's kind of crazy. It's like most of my childhood, <laughs> or not most well, of my that's... childhood, but like my teenage, my te- late teenage years. That's most of that. Wow. But yeah, the hardest part was just being so young and not going to school for any type of journalism or uh, just just presenting. Um, I really had to start from scratch when it came to my presenting, my interview skills, my conversing, getting out of my comfort zone. I was so shy growing up and never liked public speaking so how I'm here now is still a surprise to me but um it was just getting over all my fears and being taken seriously being so young and female when you walk into certain offices or you talk with certain people right away they discredit you or they think hey she doesn't really know what she's talking about and luckily I was able to prove them wrong and then be given bigger opportunities so that was the most difficult part just being taken seriously and getting over some of my fears and pushing through those yeah well so you obviously you've stated there that going into certain industries offices at your age being a a female in that industry um learning the ropes no pun obviously no pun there Mm -hmm. but you you, you've come out the other end i mean i would have never have guessed that you didn't like speaking in front of big crowds i mean just the way you are your confidence on your shows and and with all due respect to you you you've got to be um otherwise your your fans your followers they're gonna they will they wouldn't be there if you didn't have that confidence to grow and better yourself because i've noticed every interview is 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 very different i mean sometimes kayfabe which we'll touch on in a moment um especially in impact wrestling with a certain individual, which I hope you don't mind me asking in a moment. But I, I, I've seen from a year ago, from one of my favourite interviews of yours, it was the Jericho interview from a year ago, to the Kenny Omega interview. Just And, and everyone has been different. Um, and it, some of your short bursts, your five, six minute um, um, videos, interviews, they're all, they're all stunning. And, and the confidence comes just from you growing to learn. But also you've got the respect and it's clear to see you've got the respect of those that you're interviewing they want to be there with you and it it, it never looks like a hardship for those people and and that's also nice to see um because you can't do it alone you can only do it with that other person you're in the room with um and that's clear to see that they've you've got their respect um which i think is is quite key um because with all due respect you're taking their time um out of their busy schedules but they've got the respect for you to allow you to do that and it, and it's amazing and I know there's a lot of people hopefully that will listen to this 
um and and they know and they can visually see the hard work you've put in so yeah i mean it's awesome and i'm so so glad that you stuck to your guns because at that age what 16 17 where you began with your ideas you could easily be pulled and torn into other directions um dependent on your your peers your peer groups um but you've stuck to your guns you've stuck to your ideas and you're fulfilling the dream for sure um so alicia you've you've interviewed some pretty big names <laughs> um if you can answer this question for me you don't have to if it's easy for you to answer great if it's not so easy just give it a go if you can for me top three individuals that you've interviewed on Ambi. oh my gosh i feel like i'm like gonna backstab so many friends by answer like it's the worst question to ask but it was just like top three i was like you know what quick fire let's go see what you got I'm not going to say this is a definitive top three. I'm just going to say three that come to mind because I don't want to leave out people because I can name the top hundred because I've literally done thousands of interviews, like over over 4,000 interviews now. So wow. I'm not going to, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to say these are my three all-time favorites. I'm just going to say these are some of my favorites. Um, okay. Definitely have to put Omega up there. I know we mentioned him briefly earlier. He is just such a sweetheart. I love being able to just geek out with him, sit down, talk comic books, whatever we want. He's just, I always get along with him so well. So Omega's one of them. Another would be Mick Foley, another man I idolize. He's the reason I started watching wrestling when I was super little. Um, and then the other one would be Jay White. I've had him on three or four times. Now. I'm starting to lose track when I get to these rounds. But um, anytime he's on, we just goof off. And it's a very uh, sibling dynamic that we have and it's just fun we can talk about whatever and the time flies by and he likes busting my chops and it's just a really fun time so I would also have to yeah say Jay so those are the three that I like I wouldn't say I wouldn't say top three because I don't want to offend anyone but those are three that came to mind and you've 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 done superbly well with how you've worded that but Jay White like I'm sat here now speaking to you with my switchblade um cover for my phone my switchblade jay white cover um i've got my switchblade jay white t-shirt hidden away for this time next week he could be iwgp heavyweight champion (laughs) this guy i i love jay white i listened to his recent episode on talk is jericho okay Um, wow such a lovely lovely guy i'd love to meet jay he was actually wrestling uh about an hour and a half away from from where i live in the uk um just after christmas i couldn't get there um it was just too soon after christmas and he was wrestling up the road um so pretty gutted i missed that but there'll be another time new japan are coming to london england in august so um hopefully i get to meet jay white because if you're telling me he's amazing well i'm pretty sure you're not going to be lying to us are you so uh he's going to be oh yeah i love jay white so that's an amazing list mick foley he's bet he's like a dad isn't he i bet he's like a father figure he's actually called me before his like other daughter and it made my heart just like it was and i was like oh it's so sweet because one of the first things I remember in wrestling was Helena Cell from 21 years ago. And 
thinking back to that match and how it just captivated me at such a young age and now being able to work with him. I've hosted some of his live shows for him as his comedy um, shows. And it's just, it's been incredible to form not just a working relationship, but a friendship with this absolute legend. So yeah, he really, he, he is like, he does have that kind of like dad. <laughs> well, obviously he's a dad, but um, dad vibe whenever I'm around him, which is really nice. He is just such a nice guy, isn't he? He like, again, I've never met him. Okay. But just, just, you just look at the man. He's a big cuddly teddy bear, isn't he? He is <laughs> a dad, he, he is a dad figure to probably anyone that he's, stepped in the ring with or spoke to backstage everyone would probably you'd save him on your phone as, as daddy foley wouldn't you probably um, but uh, what a yeah what a what an iconic legend helena cell was that was that was the undertaker match was that where yeah unfortunately his tooth come out of his nose was that that was that that was that moment That's wasn't it fun. ow that man yeah. is is hard as nails isn't he like if you can fall from what 20 feet in the air and yeah. not and not die in th- okay putting it harshly uh, to fall from 20 feet from a choke from the undertaker and not die you have my respect thank you mick foley <laughs> um kayfabe is a wonderful thing alicia um and it's probably a word that you hear touted about more often than not these days for you in the pro wrestling world i Obviously, as a fan of yours, I've watched many of your interviews. Not all 4,000. Okay, not yet. Um, Yeah, you'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) Slowly but surely, it will do it. All you need to do is slow down a little bit so I can catch up. But your interview, uh, fairly recently, with, I think it was fairly recently, so don't quote me on that, but your interview with Scarlett Bordeaux was very interesting. Obviously, extremely kayfabe. Um, or was it? You, well, you, well I, you took the words right out of my mouth. Or was it? Like there was some. That was great, by the way. I mean, like, did you in like? I don't know. I, hopefully, I word this correctly. Did you enjoy producing that interview because she was harsh to the point, but you absolutely snapped her back into place when you had the chance to. How, how was that producing wise for you? It's very fun when you get to play around with the people that are on the other end. Whenever you get the chance to sit down with somebody, you both kind of have the same objective going into it. And the end goal is knowing the fans are going to enjoy it. It's it's always a good time. And when it came to her and I and our dynamic, I won't give too much away because I like for fans to be able to decide for themselves. But we went into the interview knowing how we wanted it to play off. And I think we did a very good job of it. And it kind of is like us, only just on a much bigger, more amplified scale. So, yeah, it's it's fun. And we always play it off each other, I think, very well, especially since that first thing did so well online. So hopefully we'll be able to do something again soon. I know she wants to. And we'll see how that goes. Maybe we'll be friends. Maybe we'll be even bigger enemies. I have now this that's a story to follow that's a story to follow and the only way to follow it is through impact wrestling which takes me to my next question how did the impact wrestling gig come about like impact wrestling are back on the map i think since um don Callis did he, he took he took over the reins a little bit um impact wrestling has been back on the map for i guess 
look from the from a United Kingdom's fan point of view, TNA Impact obviously went downhill slightly, really struggled with ratings with viewership. Um, but recently, I must say, I noticed from a pay per view early last year, they've really put themselves back on the map. And now you're a part of something which every time I've watched, and I watch it as often as I can, I don't miss the pay per view. But it's been amazing. And, and how did the gig for you come about to be a part of Impact Wrestling? So when I was uh, first starting in wrestling, I was working some indie shows. And one of them happened to be BCW, which is run in Windsor by Impact Wrestling VP Scott Damore. And I ended up doing a co-pro um, after working two events for solely BCW. It was a co-pro with Impact and BCW. So since I was already doing some stuff for the company, they figured to use me and... It worked out, <laughs> and then uh, they just started using me forward after that for Canadian impact taping. So it was actually very simple, just a couple of quick conversations, and then I was backstage holding an impact microphone. Amazing. I mean, did you ever think, again, from starting Ambi, and if we're going over a similar question to the beginning, but from starting Ambi, did you, did you feel that you'd be getting a... A ring announcer or a backstage announced job for a company like Impact. Because when you started watching wrestling at the age of four or five in 99, 2000, TNA really came quite strong 2004, 2005 and, and was really quite powerful and was really on the toes of, of WWE. I feel as a viewer, um, they were really running wwe close to the point for for viewers and ratings uh, i might be really wrong but for me the product of tna was fantastic but for you now to be working for impact wrestling did you ever imagine that just starting out ambi you'd then be working with people that you've been watching wrestle for years like on a weekly basis did that ever cross your mind or was it ever a goal for you it really wasn't a goal or something that crossed my mind because my goals when I started my site were all music-based. So once I started the wrestling side, that's when those goals came into play. And I wanted to interview all of my heroes because I had practically done that in the music world. So I figured, you know what? I have this template. I know how I host my interviews. I know that people like them. And I think I do a damn good job at my job. So I figured I'm going to take that put it into a whole other industry, into wrestling, and see if I can do the same thing. And I feel like I'm on track to getting everybody that I want. There's still, of course, some people that I want to get on my show. I'm always going to have that hit list, but I'm doing really well in getting everybody that I've wanted to have. So it, that, in that, that in itself is very surreal, just thinking, hey, I watched you when I was five. And then they're like, don't make me feel old. And then I'm like, okay, well, I've been watching you for a long time. <laughs> Um, yeah, I like that. I like that cover. Yes, definitely. I, I think it was. I think um, it was Dreamer. I think it was Tommy Dreamer who told me that. He's like, "Don't make me feel old, kid." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> Tommy Tommy Dreamer never seems to age. He just gets tougher with with age. Yeah. But he, like every time I see him, he, he just doesn't look any different. He's still <laughs> the hardcore badass that I was watching in '97, '98. You know, in barbed wire matches, and he's a crazy, crazy man. But what a lovely, what a lovely guy again. I mean. We're probably, we could, I mean, I could talk to you for hours and you probably reel off names to me. And even though I've not met them, you know, when you get the vibes, you watch a lot of backstage videos, you get, you get those vibes on how genuinely nice people are. 
you've probably never you, you, you probably have had a bad experience once or twice because in life you're always going to have them but nine times out of ten to me from what I hear from you and what we see on your your channel there's, there's never an individual apart from maybe kayfabe scarlet um there's there's never been an individual that's been mean or come across bad perhaps but you you back then you make you mentioned your hit list um is there, could you give me a couple of names perhaps that's on your hit list of people you've not spoke to that maybe you really really need to get on your channel yeah i would love to have edge and christian on because i loved edge growing up and i just think they're so damn funny together and not not just with the edge and christian show now which is just ridiculous but just just the, the stuff that they did when i was younger i used to watch them just like these two are so crazy and i i am a sucker for humor so i think that would just be a great time uh definitely cena the rock but you know the massive giants in this industry and i admire both of them so much for what they do both in and outside of wrestling who else man it's hard because there's so many people that i've wanted and i've got and hmm, let me think i i just can't i just can't believe that i'm i'm chatting to you on my podcast and here you are saying, oh, you know, The Rock, John Cena, you're knocking out these names that that I, I, I would like happily, honestly say when John Cena retires, I may even shed a tear because <laughs> John, John Cena has been throughout my life a champion of WWE. And even though he's been booed and people have hated him when he's been champion, for me, John Cena is the biggest star for me through the age that I was, the understanding. So John Cena debuted in 2002. I was, what, 11, 12? So I was really getting the grips with the product. I was a real big fan at the time. And now at the age of nearly 30, yeah, I'm an old guy, nearly 30, <laughs> like John Cena, for me, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd probably even shed a tear with the day he retires. So John, if you're listening, don't upset me. Um, so, never yeah, retire. <laughs> never retire, John. Just fight until you're 90. Uh, it's fine. Um, but yeah, no, that's a great list to have. Have you met The Rock before, Alicia? Have you met Dwayne? Never, not yet. Never, not yet. I love that. See, you could have just <laughs> said never, but you said not yet. There's the ambition. Everyone that's listening. Yeah, if, you don't, if you don't have ambition, then you're never going to meet them unless, you know, you just walk by them on the street or whatever, or you pay for a meet and greet. But it's, it's all about ambition. If, if that wasn't there, then I wouldn't have met or worked with half the people I have. You have to have a goal and go after it until you just can't anymore. That goal's literally not attainable anymore unless they, like, fall off the face of the earth. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, look, Dwayne's got a new movie coming out soon, uh, Fighting With My Family. So, yeah, I know. I, yeah, I interviewed him. Right. Um, both Paige and Soraya and I really can't wait to watch that because I want to see how close it resembles them and Soraya said it's them to a T like it was kind of freaky how similar it was so I'm so excited for that I, I must say I saw the interview with Paige I think she's amazing obviously she's a UK girl so we're always going to have that love for her really really sad news obviously about the injury um, oh, but she seems she seems happy. She seems in a great place. I know she had really tough times. Um, WWE have just released um, a chronicle, WWE Chronicle on the network, um, a half an hour um, show with uh, all about Paige and dealing with her injury and the, the time scale um, between her return and unfortunate sort of 
demise again on on the injury, which was really sad. But that was another great interview. That you, of course, it was a great interview. You you, you <laughs> hosted that. Um, but yeah, I mean, is there a possible red carpet sort of invitation for you there? Do you think? I mean, Dwayne will be on the red carpet. Could Alicia be on the red carpet for Fighting with My <laughs> Family? I think they've already done so many premieres for it. It'd be like you know when there's a movie that comes out and they do the UK premiere and then the North American premiere. I think I saw on Paige's feeds that they've already happened. I'm sure there'll be other parties and stuff, but I, I really oh. couldn't say yes or no to that. I'm not quite oh, sure. Man. Well, if it happens, I wish you all the best. Um, and, I, and, I, and I really hope that you can meet The Rock, John Cena, and just crack on doing what you're doing. Um, Alicia, this has been amazing for me to talk to you. Um, but obviously, before we wrap this up, um, have you got any words for any potential aspiring YouTube or podcast creators like me who have the dreams of being like Ambie, being like Alicia? Have you got any kind words? Well, that's just so sweet to hear people want to be like me or do what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> it's kind of surreal, but mainly I just want to say stick to your guns, be positive, treat people the way you want to be treated and have goals. Because if you don't have goals, then there's nothing you're trying to go after. And I feel like a lot of the reason stuff's happened is because I've put my mind to it and figured it out. So, oh, who sings that song? If I put my mind to it, I can figure it out. I'm going to Google that after. I, 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 think you can sing, I think you can sing too. I think we've got a platinum recording artist here as well. Oh, no. Um, I think we've got, you've, you've got something else here. If you, you, you can do interviews. You can do singing. You've got the whole... You'll just be in Hollywood movies next week, won't you? Shortly. Oh, like next, <laughs> uh, fighting with my family too, starring Alicia. <laughs> Smashed yeah. it. There's yeah. That's your red carpet. There's, there's the red carpet for you. But um, uh, no, awesome. That's not, that's I think... my thinks. I'll literally be thinking about something. And in my interviews, it's so hard to not just bounce all over the place because <laughs> my <laughs> mind's going 24 7. But, but yes, put your mind to it, figure things out, and just have a good time. If you don't love what you're doing and it's not a you know a nine to five, then then why, why do it? Have that nine to five. If you're going to be creative and um, take a different path that's not as normal as others, then have fun and enjoy every second of it. Amazing. Amazing words. You've definitely um, set the bar and even raised the bar, I think, for YouTube interviews, the product that you do. Obviously, some are short and sweet bursts. But they're to the point, and that's what people want to see. They want to see the favourite superstars, the favourite wrestlers, people they idolise. Um, even if it's for five, six minutes, if it's for 20 minutes, it's amazing. I know, for me, I subscribe to your YouTube, notifications are on. I try not to miss anything, um, try and catch what I can. And I know a lot of other people do exactly the same. So I know you've set the bar, and you've even raised that bar. Um, so from me, from my listeners, everyone that's you know, listening, subscribing to me and listening to you. I know everyone's going to wish you, the, you know, the very best in the future, even though you're already smashing it. Um, but Alicia, look, Alicia, before we let you go, um, where can we find you on the social media? Yes, on the Internet. So to find me, you can hit up AliciaAtute.com. On there, you'll find my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. Please follow, like, subscribe, all that jazz, because Every single hit on my stuff seriously goes such a long way. My site's completely DIY, so I also have a merch store, which is 
a music blog, yeah, dot bigcartel.com. You can also just go to my website and hit the shop button. Takes you right to it. Um, on there, I have pins, 8x10s, shirts, stickers. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff. So, um, yeah, every single donation and stuff goes such a long way. And I love my fans. And I know so many people say that, but I'm so genuine. Because if it weren't for people like you watching or everyone else who does watch, I would have no reason to post stuff. I'm sure it'd be self-fulfilling, but it's really nice to know people like what I do. So just thank you to everybody. And yeah, follow me on that. Awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, just lastly, when it comes to your store and your merch, uh, what's it like for you to be able to send to the UK? Because um, I know you've got so many UK fans. Uh, a lot of people are sometimes scared to hit the buy button because of postage. Um, how easy is it for you to ship over to the UK? It is super, super easy. Uh, I, sh I actually am staring at a pack of 8x10s that I have to ship out. And I think six of them are going to the, going to the UK. So, yeah, it's extremely simple. All you guys have to do is hit up that site that I mentioned. And shipping to, I'm looking right now, shipping to the UK is, it goes between 8 to $10. So it's literally like, it covers my stuff. And yeah. um, I know it's a lot cheaper than some other things things i've looked at because i don't want to rip fans off but i have to make sure to everyone in the end's happy and yeah so if you guys hit that up it's right there every single order comes with a sticker personalized note and signed um business card as well so i really try to make it worth it when you guys support me so yeah thank you wow what more can we ask for that's awesome <laughs> well alicia you have been an absolute Let's just put it this way. You've been an absolutely legend. Thank you so much for, like I said at the start, taking the time to speak to me on my Grabs and That podcast. It's been awesome. Have you got anything to say uh, just to finish up before we finish this amazing episode? I just want to say thanks to you for having me on. It was an absolute pleasure. And thank you to everyone listening. Whether you are discovering me for the first time through this podcast, I really hope that you liked what you heard. And you do reach out, say hello, come out to shows, or simply tweet me hi. Um, I'll always favorite, reply, follow, all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, just, and if you're coming to this site because you saw the link through my feed, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. and. Just keep some supporting people in, in the wrestling business. Awesome. Amazing words. You're a star. Um, thank you so much. Um, from me, Graps and that, thank you. From Alicia, thank you. And um, hopefully one day, maybe, it might be a hello in person from Graps and that to Alicia. Um, if you travel across with impact to the UK, um, make sure you pop and say hey to all your fans. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Alicia, thank you very much. And I'm sure we will speak again. I hope so. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Thank you, Alicia.